Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted. Man, let me tell you, God is good. God is so good, so good. I literally had to stop what I was doing. I said, oh, Lord, you're going to get it now. I'm going to give you some praise. <laughs> I'm going to give you some praise. Have you ever had those times? You know, when you... You know, there's things that you carry around with you, heavy things, weightful things, right? Things that have gravity, right? You know, there's serious things and they, they kind of weigh you down or they bog you down, right? But you don't necessarily say it to the Lord or you might pray about it, but see, you don't really say it from your heart. I, I found that when, that when I pray from my heart, Right. Don't get me wrong. The Lord answers all my prayers, you know, but there's a difference between when I pray from my head. As opposed to me praying from my heart, when I pray from my heart, it seems like he moves very quickly. You know, <laughs> it seems like I get a response very quickly. Right. As opposed to me just praying, you know, I'm kind of going through the motions. I'm praying, you know, it's bothering me, but I'm not really opening up and being intimate with him about how I feel. And we talk about David, right? We I'm getting to the title in a hot second. But we talk about David, right? And, and everyone can say, oh, you know, David, David sinned with Bathsheba and he committed murder and, you know, adultery. And yeah, he did do that. But one, you know, we have to remember, God said that David was a man after his own heart. Why would he say that? He clearly knew what David was going to do. But look at David, when you read the Psalms, how rich the Psalms are, right? Not just with imagery. I mean, from a poetic place, they're beautiful, beautiful, right? As a poet, I, you know, I fully appreciate the layers of, you know, the layers of depth that, that went into writing the poetic verses. Ah, it's just so beautiful, right? But as a Christian and as a Christian man, you know, to, to see the heart of David, how raw he was, how passionate he was, how intimate he was with the Lord about things, you know, and David would say things that, you know, we, we would clearly say, well, that's not a godly thing to say, but you have to understand what was going on. That's that's a one on one between him and his God. You know, he's being real. He's not trying to be fake or he's not trying to be religious. He's just saying, like, hey, this is how I feel. These evildoers, I wish I wish you chopped their head off, <laughs> you know, made, made their children eat dung or whatever it was. Right. They, that was David. Right. But that's between him and his God. You know, <laughs> and God loves that. He loves that because David was transparent. He you know, God wants God wants our hearts. He wants our heart. He want us to give our hearts to him. Right. And I always say, like, you know, sisters, right. You know, you know, you, this is where you get this from. Like, sisters, you you're in a relationship with the man and you want the man to open up more. You want the man to give you your give you his heart. Right. It's like, hey, you gave me a nice house. You gave me this. You bought me nice bags and cars. And yeah, that's that. But what about your heart? Do you love me? What about your heart? Right. So you get that from your father. <laughs> right. You get that from the Lord. That's how he is. 
And he wants that from us, whether we're his son or his daughter, he wants that from us. And that's what David did. So, and the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. So even though David did do what he did, you saw how quickly he repented also when Nathan, the prophet, you know, was sent to talk to him about it. Right. He did what he did. He owned that bad boy. He repented. But then there was the consequences thereof. So I believe that somebody needed to hear this particular message, because quite honestly, this is not the message that I know I'm going to give tonight. This is not the message that I just ran throughout my house and shut every single window because, you know, I might start singing and dancing up in this moment. You just never know. Right. But this is not this message. So somebody needed to hear this thing. That piece that I just that I just uh, talked about. So remember, yes, that's why David was a man after God's own heart. So even if you've sinned, if you've done something that maybe you wouldn't normally do, you know, you would characterize yourself as somebody that loves the Lord. And other people would say about you, well, this this brother loves the Lord. This sister loves the Lord. However, you've done something. For whatever the reasons, you've done something that was sinful. You transgressed, right, against the Lord, against yourself, maybe against another person, and it's just weighing down heavenly, heaven, heavily on you. I want to encourage you. That thing does not define you. See, what defined David was not his act of infidelity. What defined David was not his act of treachery, you know, murdering one of the mighty men. He didn't just murder a man. He murdered one of the mighty men. I mean, that, that I mean, man, right? But it didn't define David in our minds, and it didn't define David, David before the Lord. What defined David was his relationship with the Lord, his level of intimacy, and his level of love. We see that. So David is in the Old Testament, but we can also see that in the New Testament with Jesus, how the Lord is is he loves those he loves everybody you know there's a general sense of love for the people that he you know that he created but then there's those who love him they love him and that is the most important thing so we see mary and we see martha right and you see and i i get it mixed up who was the one that was like jesus tell her to help me clean up you know there was the one that was like help tell her to help me clean up you know and jesus is like she hey, she chose the right thing. You know, <laughs> she's spending time with me. She chose the right thing. I'm not going to always be with y'all. Right. She loves me, you know. And what did he what did he say to Peter? Peter, do you love me? Do you love me more than these? Master, you know, I do. You know, I do. It's that love. Ooh, ooh. see, the Lord can do a whole lot with that love. And that love, and they shall know us by our love, that love is what defines you. It, it's almost like a it's almost like a flame. I just saw it for a hot second. It's like we're walking flames. And the scripture does talk about that. He makes his ministers. He makes his ministers. Oh, what is the scripture? There's a word that I'm missing, but basically he makes he makes his ministers like pillars of fire, right? You're on, we're on fire for the Lord. And, and the fire is the intensity of our love for him, our zeal for him, right? 
So you have some, well, like with flame, right? You know, there's different colors of intensity of a flame. You know, there's like orange, there's yellow, it's like reddish, there's blue hot, there's white hot, right? You know, so there's all of these different levels of intensity. So we're walking around, each of us, on fire for the Lord. And where is our flame? Where is our fire level? Where is our intensity and our love, our zeal, our desire for the Lord? So when you look at Peter and you look at the rest of the apostles, right, there is no contest. (laughs) There was no contest, right? Peter's flame was almost all the way up, right? He thought it was all the way up, but it wasn't. It was almost all the way up. And then he saw, oh, he denied Jesus three times, right? But then when he came back to the Lord after he repented, where was his flame? All the way up. Right. So we see what defined Peter. It's his flame. It's his love. It's his passion for the Christ. Right. His intensity for Jesus. He was intense for Jesus before. And then he sinned against Jesus. And guess what? When he came back, his intensity was even more intense. But that was what marked Peter was the intensity of his love for his savior, not the act. Now, I know we may want to focus on the fact that, you know, old Peter denied Jesus three times, right? But there's so many other things that Peter did. And the one, to me, the biggest thing that characterizes Peter, it's his zeal for the Lord, right? When Jesus, <laughs> when he realized that Jesus was on land, that he came back to life and he was on land. What did he do? Peter literally jumped out the boat naked. <laughs> he, ju- he jumped out of the boat into the water and swam to shore to see Jesus. This man had no shame before the Lord. He loved the Lord that much. He was committed to him that much, that intensely. See, that is what marked Peter and that is, and who else walked, who else got out the boat to walk to Jesus? Only Peter, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come walk on, the, tell me to come to you. It's me. Come walk to me. Boom. Got out the boat in the middle of a storm. Most of us wouldn't get out the boat, even if it was a Lake Placid, right? I mean, you know, there's no waves. We ain't getting out the boat. Now, I ain't going to put myself in that category. I'm going to get out the boat. But I'm, just, I'm saying, well, <laughs> Most of us are not going to get out the boat, okay? But Peter did because he loved the Lord that much. He trusted the Lord that much. And your trust is going to be commensurate or equal to the, the, the love that you have for the Lord. The more you love the Lord, the more you trust the Lord. The more you trust the Lord, the more you love the Lord. I don't think that there's a way you can differentiate the two. So whoever you are, brother, Whoever you are, sister, be encouraged, right? You love the Lord. You love the Lord and the Lord loves you and the Lord knows that you love him. He knows that. He knew David loved him. He knew Peter loved him. They sinned and he, you know, he had to deal with them because he's a holy God. There's no way around it. But he knew they loved him. He didn't allow that one or those two actions to define them. No, he did not. And and don't you allow your one or two actions. Maybe it was three. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what it is, but don't allow this thing to define you 
in your mind, right? No, that's not who you are. You love the Lord. You love the Lord. And you have to keep telling yourself and you tell the Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Right? Until you believe it again. <laughs> and the sting of what you did lessens. And it may never actually, it may never actually be all the way gone. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Peter ever fully forgot that he denied Jesus, but he knew that he loved the Lord, right? So be encouraged, okay? Be encouraged. And there we go. And now for the message I recently thought I was coming to record. <laughs> right? But hey, I work for I work for Holy Spirit, right? He tells me what to say. So it needed to be said. So anyway, the title of this message is called Baby Imminent. Baby imminent. Yes, baby imminent. So y'all know I'm the man of a billion backstories. This is a backstory. I woke up today. I was feeling kind of sick. I'm like, eh, eh. You know, so I took it easy. Um, and it wasn't like a super hard sickness. But, you know, sickness has that effect on you to where you might feel kind of drowsy. You know, you're kind of sleepy. You got like chills or aches in your body. It's like, what is this, man? Oh, man, it, I'm looking forward to that glorified body for real, for real, right? <laughs> and it was later in the day, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? Is, it, it was in the evening, actually, around like, because it's 7.52 now. So this means this was probably like 20 minutes ago, right? So probably about, <laughs> probably about 7.30 at night. I'm sitting in my study, and I uh, I said, I'm going to read the Bible, Lord. Let me start reading Proverbs, Proverbs 26. And I read about half of it, and then I just started praying. I just started pouring out my heart, right? Because sometimes, sometimes, if, well, I say me, sometimes if I say praying, you know, it's just like checking the box prayer, right? You know, I'm not praying from my heart. And we talked about David, right? So you see the juxtaposition. David's prayers was not from his head. David poured out his heart to God. So this is what I was doing. I'm, you know, I poured out my heart before the Lord on several, several things. But where it ended up was like, hey, Lord, you know, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to walking in the newness of life that you have given to me. And I'm so looking forward to that old life that you told me is gone. You know, I'm so looking forward to that being gone. Like, I, I just don't want nothing, nothing to do with that old lifestyle. Thank you, Jesus, you know, because I know in a minute, God, you know, you could send me an email or I could get a phone call, you know, and I can see certain things that you're doing. It's like, whoa, there's some really big stuff building on the horizon. I can see it. But in the third dimension on this natural plane of existence, I don't have it yet. I see it in the distance. It's coming. I see it, you know, so I can't really be all down about it because you've been encouraging me and letting me know, boom, hey, son, I've given you this. You don't have to beg me for it. Why? Because it's already yours. <laughs> it's already yours. I already gave it to you. It's already yours. It's on the way. You're literally in this season right now. Here it is. And I'm like, OK, but right in the physical, in the rent, in this realm, I, you know, I, I call the third dimension. It ain't here yet. It hasn't manifested yet, but in a hot second, it is right. And so, 
when I got my phone was on vibrate and it kept buzzing and tweeting and doing all that stuff. Actually, it wasn't on vibrate. It was on ring. But for a, for a LinkedIn, it rings and vibrates. So it kept vibrating. I was like, I was ignoring it at first, but then it seemed like it just kept getting louder and louder, which is not possible, right? I mean, it vibrates at the frequency it vibrates, but it seemed like it got louder and louder. And finally, I was like, who is blowing my phone up? Let, let me see this, right? Man, I picked up the phone. <laughs> I picked up the phone and somebody had hit me up in LinkedIn that I have not... Honestly, I haven't talked to this person in so long. He's like, bro, I don't even know if you remember me, you know, but this is me. Bah, bah, bah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing you on LinkedIn. I'm seeing all the amazing uh, encourage, encouragement and, and posts and big things that you're doing. You know, I want to know if, if you'd be open to a, a public speaking opportunity. You know, where you can come and you can share some of the things that's going on in your life. And, you know, you can encourage me and my colleagues and this and that. And I said, see, Jesus, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I said, that's my God. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I said, you're going to get it now. I'm setting all these winners. I got to give you praise up in this place. Right. But what occurred to me as I was kind of walking around the house and like praising, you know, is that. The baby, you know, there's the whole incubation period, right? There's the incubation period when you pray for a thing in faith and you ask it, it immediately comes into being, right? It immediately comes into being, but where people get it twisted, where Christians get it twisted and we get discouraged is that we're waiting and we're waiting and it seems like he didn't answer our prayer, but we don't understand the process. See, there is an incubation period. It's just like a woman being pregnant. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you ask in faith, the scripture says, believe that you have received it. See, when you ask in faith what it's like and not to be graphic, but it's, it's like, you know, a man impregnating a woman. Right. You know, the man impregnated the woman. They came together and then, ooh, I'm pregnant, you know, without going into all the, you know, the, the mechanics of the of the act and whatnot. Right. But, ooh, I'm pregnant. The child, there is a life that there is there is a, a life that did not previously exist inside of that woman. And we all know. There is a time period. We all know it's nine months. OK, and the child may come a little before, maybe a lot early before or sometimes a little after. But but by and large, we cannot. We all know universally it's accepted nine months. You're going to have that baby. Right. It's the same way when you pray. So when you ask the Lord and this is why it's also important to write it down, you write the vision down, you make it plain, you speak it out, you call forth those things that are not into existence. Right. And you keep thanking them for it and you see it. You see it. This is important. The world actually took this from the church. They took this from the Bible. But because we're not teaching this in church and we're not teaching it the right way, the church thinks that it's witchcraft and thus they won't touch it. But they got this stuff out the Bible. OK, God's principles work. Whether you're a, a godly person or a Satanist, if you do these principles, it's going to work. It's just like the law of gravity. 
It, it doesn't discriminate, you know. For the Satanist that steps off the building, guess what? They're going to plummet to their death. For the Christian that steps off the off, off the building, guess what? They're going to plummet to their death. The law is in effect. It doesn't change. It is what it is, okay? So please learn it. So anyway, there's that period where the baby is growing. And so many times we get discouraged because we're thinking that the Lord's not answering us. But if we were to look at it like that, like a woman being pregnant... Then it all makes sense. Of course, I don't have this thing yet because it takes time to get it right. It takes time. We think, well, you know, the Lord is God. He can just boom, bow and make it happen, which he could. But there is a <laughs> there's a process. There is a process. Right. And, uh, you know, there's people and situations and economies and this and that we're not on god's level so we don't understand all the complexities and the layers of difficulty and you know all the intricacies of things that he's weaving in and out simultaneously to bring this thing to pass think about what it took for the savior to be born you know how many the, the lineage and it's all traced in the Bible for all of those people to come together. Boom, 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 boom. Until Jesus came forth. You know, we see God's sovereign hand, how he weaved all of that together. Right. Through space and time and history and all of those things. Uh, just amazing. No one can do that except the Lord. That's it. Only the Lord can do that. And so we need to remember this, right? There is a process you would not expect after the man, you know, uh, got intimate with the woman that the baby is going to be born five minutes later, a week later, right? One month later. You would be like, what the heck is this? It's an abomination, right? <laughs> You'd be scared, right? How is that baby here? It's like, you know, some sci-fi movie. Uh, he just met with the woman and she got a full grown baby already. Like, Oh, get away from me. The Lord rebuke you devil. Right. <laughs> so keep this in mind. So what occurred to me as I go back to my statement was that what occurred to me was like, wow, Lord. Oh, that's right. Incubation period. I forgot. There is an incubation period. That's right. Mm hmm. And even when the water breaks, when a when the woman's water breaks, we all know baby imminent. That's the title. We all know that that baby is imminent. Any day now, the water broke. Any day, it could be that day. It could be the next day, but you know it ain't it ain't gonna be very long. It's not like oh we gotta have to wait a whole month. Her water break. Nah, 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 nah. And her water broke. <laughs> she gonna have that baby today or in a couple days. I mean, maybe a week. Me, I don't know how long it could possibly last. You know, the baby be up in there without, you know what I'm saying? But we all know it's not gonna be long. It's imminent. You know it's imminent, right? And, and, and that's what occurred to me. Oh, that's where I am with these promises that you made to me, master. Baby imminent. See, the water broke, but the baby is still not here yet. It's not here. That belly is big. Ooh, that belly is big on the woman. She walking around, wallowing around. That belly is big. The water done broke. 
But is the baby here yet? Not yet. Not yet. But you can look and you can see the signs, good God. You can look and you can see the signs. Hey, that belly is super huge. Hey, her water just broke. I know that my child is going to be here any day, any moment. And, you know, it, it, right here, right here, right here, right now. Good God. But technically, the child has not been delivered yet, even though the water broke. So even for you, even for me, like I said, Lord, I can see all of these big signs that you doing stuff. It's like, boom, look at, and they're all big. They're all huge. It's like, Lord, look at that and that and that and that and that looming on the horizon. Amazingly good, big things that are developing and there's no way that I could ignore them. And there's no coincidence that all of those things are popping up at the same time. That is the hand of the Lord. That is the hand of the Lord. So I encourage you, look through your life. You waiting on things and the Holy Ghost been telling you it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, right? You can look and you can see the signs. You can look, man. You can look, sis, and you can see it's starting to materialize. The things that I've been praying about, it, it, it's starting, it's start, they're starting to happen. But don't allow yourself to get discouraged. Like I said, I, I don't usually allow myself, but I just wanted to be candid with the Lord. And I told him point blank, I said, Lord, you know, I know what words to say out of my mouth, <laughs> but I just want to be honest with you, right? I want to share my heart with you. I want to tell you what's, how I feel, what's going on with me right now, and this is how I feel. I know you're blessing me. I know you told me that you released it, and I see these things on the horizon, so I can't even get all twisted or down because, Master, I know you did it. It's right there, but I don't have it yet. You know, but it's right there. So I just shared my heart with him. And then, like I said, I picked up the phone and literally I had just told him, I know you could just give me an email or a text and just turn everything around in an instant. And what happened? Brrr, picked up the phone. You got to be kidding. Are you kidding me, Lord, right now? <laughs> right. That is the God that we serve. So be encouraged. And remember. Even even though the water broke. And even though the baby is imminent, right, technically that baby is not here yet. But the level of expectation is so high because you know that baby is imminent. That baby is going to be delivered any moment now. That baby is going to be delivered. So in this, my brother, in this, my sister, we rejoice if you're finding yourself in a place with the Lord and many of us in the body of Christ are right now because the Lord is exalting many of his people to to influence and affluence and prominence. Right. Come on. And responsibility. Yeah. Can't leave that out. <laughs> can't leave that word out. You know, he's promised these things and they're here and it's coming. Don't don't get discouraged. OK, be encouraged. And look and just think, just use this example. Remember, hey, where and ask the Holy, Holy Spirit, where am I in the whole pregnancy thing, right? Am I like three months? Is it like nine months? But you you can tell when it's like you like nine months and the water broke in the spirit. You can tell because, like I said, it's like, well, it's right here. I, I can't act like it's right here. But I don't have it yet in the physical. It's like, oh, I can almost touch it. I can almost, it's almost there, you know. 
It's that. But remember, you be encouraged. Why? Because, oh, the scripture. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all hold on now. I got it. I got it. Habakkuk 2, verse 3. I'm going to read from the New King James Version today. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. I'm going to read that again. I'm going to read that again. Not just for you, but for me, because it's so good. It's so good. It's such a delicious word. <laughs> it's such a delicious word, right? I got a feast on this. Hold on a second. Oh, man. And to see what God has done in my life and what he's doing is making me laugh, right? Even when I'm reading this, I got a big old smile on my face. <laughs> because he's amazing. And this is exactly what he did. And that's why I'm laughing. And that's why I said, Lord, I got to get up right now. And record this, and put, and I'm going to upload this bad boy tonight so y'all can, maybe, you know, the person that really needs to hear it, maybe they're going to hear it tonight. I don't know, but here we go. Habakkuk 2.3, New King James Version. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. Right? That's some time in the future. The vision, he done, he done spoken. He done gave you a word. He gave you a promise. You asked him something earnestly he said yes right that, that that's for an appointed time and that, that means it's a set time right but it ain't right now it's for a set time so when a woman gets pregnant there is an appointed time generally speaking it's nine months about nine months that appointed time she gonna have that baby now in the things of the spirit the thing is we don't know the appointed time in the spirit. See, a woman is pregnant. We we pretty much know. Yeah, it's nine months, about nine months. But in the spirit, you don't know. Some things, they pop off in like a week. Some things, they pop off in a few months. Some things take years. <laughs> okay? So that's where the anxiety comes in because we don't know that. There's no way to scientifically state yeah, this prayer is going to take five months. Yeah, buddy, it's going to be seven months and then you'll have that prayer. You'll have it resolved. No, we don't have nothing like that. So anyway, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But there's that word, but. This is letting you know the opposite is going to happen. Like, hey, get ready, get ready. Right. But at the end, the end of what? At the end of the appointed time. So appointed time for a woman, nine months at the end, you know, hey, day, week number one, she pregnant. You can't even see that there's a baby in there, but there's a baby in there. <laughs> you can't see it. But by the time you get to the very last few days, right? Hey, belly is big, water broke, and then, right? Baby is here. So at the end of that appointed time, it will speak. It will let you know. See, it was the truth. It was truth. I, you really, I really did speak to you. I really did answer you, right? You really did hear from me correctly. It will speak and it will not lie. It's not a lie. Hey, I'm pregnant. The woman says, I'm pregnant. Okay. And sometimes guys will be like, you ain't pregnant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not because they ain't ready to be a father. You, you, you ain't pregnant. You ain't pregnant. You ain't even showing. You ain't pregnant. 
But then at the very end, it's like, uh, here's a baby. It didn't lie, right? I told you I was pregnant. We here you go. Change the diapers, right? It will not lie. Though it tarries, what is tarries? It, it's taken a while. Though it takes a while. Wait for it. And this is where people get all upset and they get bent out of shape and sometimes their faith gets shipwrecked along the way because they don't wait for it. They get tired of waiting for it and they throw it out. They throw it out. Ah. They throw away their dreams. They throw away the word of the Lord, the promise of the Lord that came to them because why? They, they, didn't, they didn't wait for it and they threw it out and they missed out. They missed out. And you can miss out, even though God has something for you. You can miss out. Why? Because you have free will. You have free will. And if you're not willing to wait for it, you, you're going to throw it in the garbage and be like, eh, I'm done with that. Then you're going to miss out. I'm just saying, wait for it. That's what the scripture says. Though it tarries, though it take a long time, wait for it. Why? Because it will sure listen to these words. He didn't just say it will come. Remember, the Lord is the master of language. He created language. So he picked out the words ex exactly the way it, they needed to be picked out. Wait for it because it will surely come. Not just it will come. Even just that it will come. See, that's a promise. He said it will surely come. That's an added layer of, of, of confidence. He's letting you know, look, it will surely come. And then he said again, it will not tarry. Right. So there it is. It is going to come to pass. So be encouraged. Whatever that thing the Lord told you he's going to do in your life. If you're in this season right now and there's no way you wouldn't know that you're in a season because Holy Spirit would have already told you and been telling you that you are in this season. OK, some of you are not in this season, but if you are in this season and you waiting like any day, any day, any day, that's the right mindset to have. Right. But remember, like, hey. The water broke. So if you can see the things on the horizon, you need to start. Hey, go get the cigars and pass them out. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what fathers do. Right. They pass out cigars or whatever, whatever. Right. Oh, baby's here. Baby's here. Right. Hey, get ready. Get get ready. OK, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So anyway, that is it for this message. OK, that's it for the message. Overall, overall, uh, two overall themes. One, if you love the Lord, you love the Lord. Right. If you made if you made a decision and you sinned against the Lord. You know, remember that action does not define you, even though it may it will have consequences, not it may it will have consequences. And the Lord is the master of the consequence. He decides what consequences he's going to allow into your life. Right. Charles Stanley, love Charles Stanley. He Dr. Charles Stanley, he always says, obey God and leave the consequences to him. That's on him. You repent and obey the Lord. He'll figure out what consequences he's going to give to you. He is the master. OK. But remember, that thing that you did, it doesn't define you. You love the Lord. The Lord loves you. He knows you love him. Just keep moving forward. Just love him. Right. And just move forward 
and remember that you love the Lord. Okay, it, it is true. Your mind might try and tell you, you, you fake, you being fake. You know, why don't you stop being fake about it? You're phony. You're being deceitful. You're front and however, whatever word you use, that's what will come to you. And it may be your mind because you feel guilty or it might be the enemy. It might be the accuser. But either way, the truth is you love the Lord. And because you repented, he has forgiven you of that sin. To him, it doesn't even exist anymore. OK, be encouraged. And the second part of the message, remember. There is an incubation period, <laughs> just like a woman having a baby, right? You ask God for something. There is a time period. But for some of us. You can see the signs on the horizon and you know the what the woman's water has broke. The baby is imminent any day now. You got it. So don't be discouraged. Like, ah, I still don't have it. It's like, nah, you don't have a baby yet, but the water broke. She about to have a baby. She about to have your baby in like a couple of hours. Right. I mean, just be encouraged. Get ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get ready. Right. So be encouraged. All right. That's it. So, um, yeah, again, be encouraged. Hey, I love you with the love of the Lord. Wow. Always remember, you know, submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.